What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Windshield Factor Podcast. It is Victory Monday, and we are on to the playoffs. Uh, so it's a it's a special day. Obviously, a happy day. Uh, we got a couple special guests today. You guys don't know too much about them, but I've known them my whole entire life. This is my family. All right, my cousins. I have uh, to my or to, to my right, but. <laughs> Y'all, I'm saying whatever over here. Aaron, Aaron Rafford, um, host of the, the Overdue Bills podcast, as well as uh, go ahead, go ahead, tell me about yourself, Aaron. Oh, yeah, man. Um, thanks, man. Thank well, I'm gonna start off by saying thank you, thank you, Justice, for having us, having me specifically, man. Yeah, I, I, I do two couple pods, and I got a Overdue Bills podcast, you know, what I mean, shout out to Overdue Bills. And also, we think it's a sports show where I come here and talk my stuff, man. And um, I'm happy that you have me, man. I can't wait. I love talking Bills. We in the playoffs, AFC East champs, man. Let's, let's talk, man. I can't wait. Absolutely, bro. It's, it's my pleasure to have you guys on. I really appreciate y'all for uh, you know, coming with the invite. Um, and of course, got my uh, other cousin Emmanuel Radford in the building. What's going on, Emmanuel? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was good. First off, that intro fire, bro. That joke was I mean, fire. Yeah, I, nice I made it myself. I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? I do a little something, something. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, uh, man. You know, I don't know if I love talking about the Buffalo Bills, but I'll talk about them. <laughs> um, yeah, hey, yeah, but, yeah, man. Hold on, man. We go. Hold on. Kick him off. Kick him off, man. What you talking about? Man? <laughs> no, I feel, man. Hey, baby, I'm a, I'm a, I am. I'm going to be as honest about the bills as I as I possibly can. I don't hate the bills, um. So I'm good. I just I I, I love uh, talking sports with my my family. I, I'm happy to be here. I'm excited because I know we're going to be talking about some good some good football. So I'm excited. Man. Absolutely, but don't even worry about it, man. We want the real, raw, authentic. We want, you know, what I'm saying that's that's what we want on this show. So, don't hold back. You know, what I'm saying, uh, be be brutally honest. Um, also, would like to mention that these are the two guys who you know I was on the show with on uh, Waffle Sports uh, a couple of nights ago. As you guys all remember, I had to leave um, home for the advantage to go ahead and, and shoot that. So uh, that was a really, really cool experience. I look forward to uh, hopefully doing that again uh, with you, gentlemen. Yes, had sir. a great time um but let's let's uh, get into what we're here for let's talk about some buffalo bills and well actually today honestly we're not gonna talk about the bills that much we're gonna talk about football because so yesterday was amazing right yesterday was probably one of the best sundays of football i've ever experienced in my life thanks, uh, thanks, that was thanks. that was absolutely incredible um for obviously first we're gonna go ahead and get into the bills what's up a rich king rich in the building what's going on um Let's go ahead and talk about the Bills. The Buffalo Bills beat the the New York Jets. I mean, they, they should have, but you know, they, they went ahead and beat the New York Jets 27 to 10. Um, wasn't like a crazy, you know, impressive win, but they got it done. Um, Emmanuel, what was your thoughts watching the Bills game? So uh I thought um that the first half was slow, especially from the offensive perspective. I thought the offense was slow. Um and if there's any concern I had about the Bills going into the playoffs, it was that that the last two weeks against Atlanta and the Jets, it was those these slow starts on offense. But one thing I walked away with, you know, and I know it's the Jets, but the Bills' defense is for real, man. I mean, they were relentless the whole game. And watching it, it was it was literally nothing the Jets could do. They just couldn't do nothing. And um, I walked away thinking like, okay, the Bills' defense is playoff ready. They ready. And if the offense, um. 
I personally think it's a little too Josh centric. I think he's gonna need a little bit more help. I think Devin Singletary definitely gonna have to step up and some Zach Moss. Um, but the offense with these slow starts, um, you know, was concerning. But they got the perfect first round playoff matchup for a slow starts of offense because the, the Patriots got the same problem. So all in all, I think the Bills defense is real. They are playoff ready. They look like the best defense in the league. Uh, but the offense has slow starts. So I think that's a little bit cause for concern. But overall, it's the Jets. So what really, what really can you take away from the Jets? You know, it's like, it's the Jets. All right. That's, that's fair. I think uh, that was, that was everything you said was fair. Uh, Aaron, what do you, what did you think about yesterday's game? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't you don't love the uneven starts, right? You don't love the slow starts from the offense. Our offense has been, you know, up and down all season, right? So it's not even like we're doing something different, right? Josh, you know, it's either he got it or he don't. You know, then sometimes he might find it. Like, in, go back to that Booker and Ears game, he found it in the second half. Um, he still ended up losing that game, but he did find it. But what I would like, what I liked most about the game is our balance. You know what I mean? Last week we ran the ball 44 times. This week we ran um, 33. Motor, um, Devin Singletary got 19 times. Going into the playoffs, being balanced like that, going into the playoffs knowing that Josh isn't really rolling, right? He was uh, 24 for 45, right? If he not complete, if he on 50%, completing only like around 50% of the passes, understanding that we can get the ball on the motor uh, between 15 and 18 times and he can get productive, um, rushing and you know he scored a touchdown so i think having that balance earlier in the season we did not you know what i mean it was josh or bus passing game or bus um now it's not you know they, they both open that playbook a little more and singletary is a factor like right now in fantasy i was wishing he was a he was still playing he was using him like this earlier so i could have him in fantasy or something like that because he's, he's the number one back he's the guy so just seeing motor um being the number one guy being effective being used in his office i, I love it are you Aaron? Are you comfortable with Devin Singletary going into the playoffs as the number one guy, or do you want to see the committee come back? I, me personally, I like the. I didn't like the committee. Well, well, when we was doing the committee, it was we was only running the ball like ten times, so each of them was getting five carries, six and four. Like it was like when we went to Devin Singletary, it was just like, all right, you the guy, so you gonna get the 15, 17, 18 carries. You know, um, Zach Moss can get 340 just to spell you. And I like that for Motor. I like that for his rhythm. He looked like he the guy for his rookie year going into that playoff series, going into that playoff. He was the guy averaging five yards a pop. He was giving him the ball. He was getting screens. He was just – he was a, a prominent part of the offense, and I, I like that. But any, no matter who the running back is, them getting majority care, getting a nice little rhythm so we can have a, a good running game. Absolutely. Uh, Aaron, let me ask you this before I get back to Emmanuel. What What do you think about this defense? Um, I know they don't have a single pro bowler on the defense. They're the first defense that's, in that's crazy. something that's crazy. great like 20 years or something like that to have yeah. the number one overall defense and zero pro bowlers. So do you think it's um, like a fluke or do you think like they're legit, but they're just underappreciated? What's going on? No, I, th- I think I think they're legit. Um, I think uh, I think uh, uh, Poyer. Um, he just had two seconds. I think he all pro. I mean, I know he didn't get the pro bowler, um, but I think he all pro. I mean, you can't, you can't really, uh, I can't, I don't think you can take that away from him. I think he, you know, the coaches and everybody who's really into the football are really going to vote for that for him. And I think we're good. I think, you know, the back end has been playing great, even though without Trey White, Dan Jackson has stepped up. So I doubt that's been playing great all year. Um, we got sacks this game. You know, we got nine of them. Which is like, that's probably, you know, that's, that's probably over, over correction, over correcting, right? We wasn't really sacking that much, but to get nine and to end the season, make our stats look a little better. 
going yeah. in, um, going in. So, uh, yeah, we had we had nine of them joints. Um, and if we did get if we did get half, if we get four, you know, I'm happy with that. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody was in on it. Ed Oliver, Basham, who saw a lot of the guys was in on it. Um, and and if we doing that with our back end against a Mac Jones, I mean that's I mean how we lose? I mean we only lose if we turn the ball over, we making mistakes. If we come healthy, come right, um, with that type of defense, we winning this game. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so uh, the Bills have been known for turning the ball over and making mistakes and kind of beating themselves a little bit. I mean, well, what do you think? Do you think yeah. they maybe you know remedy that, or are you afraid of that for the playoffs? No, nah, I, I think I think the Bills had the same issue that a team like the Chiefs have. When your quarterback is that talented, you just want the ball in his hands. You're like it's just mm-hmm. it's tough to commit to the run game when you know you have the best player on the field. And so I think a lot of times they both go into the games like Andy Reid going to the games. I want the ball in Josh Allen's hands as much as possible because when he has it, I just feel better. And so you know, I think because of that, you got to take the good with the bad sometimes. Because he is going to make his fair share of plays because he's a special talent. And he is going to make some mistakes, though, because, you know, he wants to make those big plays. So I think, you know, Josh is going to be Josh. But, again, you know, playoffs is really about matchups. That's what it's really about. And as good as the Patriots are, their offense is, is not good. And, you know, the Bills don't have to put up as many points as they may do against, like, a Chiefs to win this game because the Bills defense is going to – Matt Jones – Last week was bad, so the Bills can stop the Patriots' offense. So if Josh scored 14 to 21 points, Bills should feel comfortable leaving with a win because I don't I don't see the Patriots' offense really being able to move the ball. But, yeah, you know, Josh is going to be Josh, man. He's a all-time talent. And so with all-time talent, sometimes they make mistakes. But you deal with it because the times he's not making mistakes, he's special. So you just got to take that. I, I I agree with you. I think uh, when when he's on it, that boy is on it, and it's it's hard to find anybody in the league that's better when he's on it. Uh, it's, it's just a matter of him being on it more often. What's going on there? Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree with that on some extent. Mahomes, even though how much I love Josh Allen, he's not Mahomes. He haven't he didn't he didn't have that track record. Mahomes had Mahomes like MVP, Super Bowl MVP. I'm the only game I even play in is Super Bowls or, or AFC Championship games, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> like them, the games I even wake up for, right? It's not one of those. I'm just cruising. So, um, I, I, you know that I wanted the bowl. I think the bowl has been doing it more and more later in the season. If, if Josh not getting it, let's use the running game. Let's get the ball out of his hand quicker. Let's make quicker decisions with him, right? Let's let's make let's get him in rhythm. That's RPOs, screens, quick passes, those type of things that he wasn't doing. Like you know, like you said, like we said on Waffle, you know, the McKenzie's, uh, McKenzie. Uh, Sprint pass, you know the sprint runs, you know the, the quick out, you know the, the quick out, those little those type of plays to get the ball out of Josh Allen hand quick. Let the playmakers do things like that to so put it all, like you said, not, don't make it too much Josh centric. And that's how that's what it's been. So I, 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 getting getting the ball out of his hands quicker, I mean quicker, faster, not let him have him make too much decisions has been better for some time. I, I mean, I got a question real quick for both of y'all. Do y'all think? It was like a lack of faith in Devin Singletary why they just wasn't running the ball, or what was it? Because it's weird now that they spent these last few weeks trying to kind of get him going. So, do you I think it was just early in the season, Dabo just didn't have faith in Devin Singletary being a bell cow back? Or, you know, how y'all feel about that? Aaron, go first. Oh, uh, I think, you know what I think? You know, I said this on my podcast. I, I feel like Dabo was like, 
he just came in thinking that this is the same team as last year. He's gonna do the same thing where like maybe just well some 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 games he just didn't win a ball. You know, he didn't need to. He was our offense was rolling. We it just felt our offense felt more on a pass and it just felt more in sync last year. This year it was just like in three game game four, five, six, it was just like it was off. Something wasn't right. The old line was hurt, was banged up. You know that jet. You know that jet. Going to that Jacksonville game, we only put up like six points. It was just like, yo, we gotta do something else. We gotta add that next, that next element to, you know, people was playing that cover two on us, and we didn't know how to. Babel didn't know how to figure that out. Um, so I think, you know, I think honestly, it's just it was just scheme wise. It was just we just what he just thought. It was really just Josh or bust. It was Josh Centric or bust. It literally just Babel was just calling fifty plays, fifty pass plays a game. And he wasn't even trying to get the running back in rhythm. So that's what I think it was. For me, from Devin Singletary's rookie season, I was confused at the way the Buffalo Bills has handled the running back room. And I mentioned this on the pregame show before we played the Jets uh, yesterday. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I don't understand why, if you have Devin Singletary, why you would cut LaShawn McCoy instead of Frank Gore, because Devin Singletary and LaShawn McCoy kind of have the same skill set. So to me, LaShawn McCoy would have been a much better tutor for Devin Singletary rather than a Frank Gore, although I'm sure he appreciates Frank Gore for everything he did for him. But that's just my opinion. As far as I'm concerned, Devin Singletary should have been the, the uh, you know, bell cow. He should have been the, the feature back. I don't understand you splitting carries with him and Frank Gore his rookie season. I don't understand splitting carries with him and and. and Zach Moss last season or this season for, for the matter, because I feel like when Devin Singletary has the ball, when he has the opportunity to actually get something going, he typically does. He doesn't disappoint very often. And even when he doesn't have the opportunity, sometimes he, he rarely ever gets tackled by the first guy. It, it usually takes a game tackle to get him down or, you know, to stop him or whatever. He's t- he's he's making a lot of good plays a lot of the time, in my opinion, when I watch him play. So, yeah. I don't know why, you know, they didn't have the confidence in him, but um, it, it definitely is a head scratcher for me. But I think Dayball is is just all about the pass game. I think Dayball wants Josh Allen. I think he wanted Josh Allen to be his running back, right? Uh, because if you remember Josh's sophomore season, uh, week one, they come out five wide, right? <laughs> and you know, they they try everything they did in Josh's, you know, third year, the, the whole five wide pass every single down. When Josh sees an opening, he runs, throw it to Cole Beasley for four or five yards, and that's your virtual run game. They tried that, and I think that's why they traded for A.B. in the second in Josh's second season, because they wanted to do that exact same thing from the jump. But because we couldn't get A.B., we didn't have the number one receiver that, you know, we needed to be able to get that type of offense done obviously until we got Stefan Diggs and Diggs was a beast and we were able to, you know, do what we wanted to do in that regard. But I'm, I'm glad that they're going to Devin Singletary more. I feel like we now see, you know, that, that the dividends pay off, like, because I feel like Devin Singletary is a really good back. I always say this, Devin Singletary (laughs) and and Tremaine Edmonds, if they were to ever leave Buffalo, they're going to make us miserable somewhere else in the league where I I feel like it's going to be some. Exactly. I feel like there's going to be in the AFC, probably the AFC East with our luck, right? They're going to be somewhere and they're going to be making us miserable because they're going to be running all over us. Tremaine Emmons will be all over our ball. Like I, I, and I genuinely don't want to lose those players. So um, for me, yeah, I, I'm, I really don't know why they didn't trust Devin Singletary from the jump, 
But um, I feel like he deserved it. I feel like he's a really good back and very productive. Um, yeah, but, I think so. I think so too. But I think I think part of that is they drafted. You know, we drafted Zach Moss in the third, right? You know, yeah. I think that draft capital you just want to give him a shot. And, you know, he played decent last year. He played decent. You know what I mean? But I think Singletary, you know, once he gets the ball, he's the he's the more explosive back. Like he can do, he can make people miss. He can, you know, he can pop one. I think yeah, he's a better back overall for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, yesterday, the Buffalo Bills did clinch the AFC East. Obviously, now they have a home playoff game. They are going into the playoffs as the third seed due to the loss uh, from the Cincinnati Bengals. Would have been the second seed if the Denver Broncos would have beat the Chiefs yesterday. Um, but they didn't. And they should have, but they didn't. Whatever. Um, they definitely should have. Yeah, they definitely should have. Um, so the Buffalo Bills, you know, repeat as AFC East champions. Emmanuel, do you think this should give them confidence moving forward, or is it not that big of an accomplishment? Nah, it's definitely an accomplishment. I think anytime you go from not winning AFC East championship for what nineteen to twenty years, it like that, it's an accomplishment. But it's also, um, you know, it should give them confidence. And I, I said this in the pre when we was talking. There's no juggernaut in AFC this year, you know. And because of that, Buffalo should feel confident going into every football game that they can win. You know what I'm saying? Especially the fact that they get a home playoff game, and if you look at the weather, it's supposed to be like 14 degrees Saturday. So yeah, it's cold right yeah, now. You know what I'm saying? So Buffalo, right should, now. Buffalo, should feel, Buffalo should feel confident because they, they secured the home playoff game. They're playing against the Patriots, who they know. And yeah, AFC East champions, there's nothing to um, to sn- snooze at because it's not like we've been winning them. You know what I'm saying? It's not like yeah, we just turning out AFC East championships. So, yeah. It's, it's Two definitely... times, bro. It's back-to-back. Put some respect yeah, on the name. Exa- exactly. Two times and and – yeah, see, <laughs> you trying to set me up. No, y'all deserve y'all two-time <laughs> AFC East championships. Congratulations. I think it's dope. I think y'all got momentum going into the playoffs. And y'all got a, a, a very, very winnable game. And y'all should feel confident against everybody in AFC. AFC East, AFC, not AFC East, in AFC. Aaron, what does this uh, back-to-back AFC championships mean for Buffalo uh, as it pertains to confidence moving forward uh, in this regime, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a big I think it's a big deal. I, I mean, I think you know, like you said, back to back AFC Championship. Like, you know, the Patriots owned this division, like you said. You know, that, they owned this division. Um, that that was back when two teams get by, so they they was always finishing one or two seed, one in the division. They get a bye week. They play somebody. You know what I mean? So that's how they was getting to the bowl. That's how they you know was continuing on and being dominant. So we can, looking forward, we can project looking forward. We got the best quarterback in the, uh, in the, divi- in the division. Um, so we want to put a streak like they put together, right? Even half of that. Ten years right. ago, we were in the division and getting the home playoff games, having people come to Buffalo, having people know that you got to come through Buffalo. A, to get to the, come through Buffalo to get to the Super Bowl, you got you to deal with Buffalo the next ten years, period. Because we're going to be in the playoffs. We're going to always have a playoff. Uh, home game, and that's and I think that's confidence. I think that sets a, a dominant precedent for your team, and, I, and I'm all for it. I'm all for it. It's great. You you think uh you think a, a Brady esque Patriot esque type of dynasty de- destroying of division is coming? Oh guys, oh guys, let's let's. Oh, no. <laughs> before you go, I, I just want to say one thing before I'm, I'm I want to I want to be able to answer this question, but before you go. I want to say one thing. Buffalo Bills are 11 and 1 in the division in the last 2 years. 
And the one game came because there were 50 mile per hour wins against the New England. <laughs> yeah. No. So go go ahead. The floor is yours. I'm go not ahead. saying Buffalo's not gonna have a, a crazy run, but y'all come on. The Patriots have had an unprecedented, like we probably won't ever see that again in our lifetime type run. Buffalo might run a division for the next 10 years, but to have a 20-year lock on a division, that's crazy to even but to even say you, it out of our mouths is crazy. That's all I'm you saying. know what's I crazy. You should acknowledge that that's a crazy run. It is, it is a crazy run, but you know what's crazy is like remember a couple years. The the uh, Apple's market share got up to a trillion dollars, and it was like, oh my god, a, a, a company got to a trillion dollars. This puzzle, da, da, da. now they're at like three, four trillion, and there's like four or five other companies at a T. So now that that blueprint has been set, now that there is a a something of like a twenty year dynasty that has been done, would that make it easier for another team to possibly replicate it? All I'm saying is this. It, Maybe, right? Anything is possible under the sky. All I'm saying is that that team that had that 20-year one had the best quarterback of all time, the best coach of all time. So there's a lot of things that went into having a 20-year run that most teams don't enjoy. Most most um, teams don't even keep a coach for 20 years. So there's a, there, there has to be a lot of things that go into and a, a little bit of luck. But you know, do your thing. You know, y'all deserve it. Y'all got y'all a two-time AFC East champs. Y'all deserve it. Yeah. Right now, y'all y'all started the two years, the two-year run. Let's see if we can get to three. That's all I'm. You know, before we get into the rest of the the games yesterday, because we had a hell of a slate yesterday. Um, I, I do want to get your uh, thoughts on. I got a question for you. A little scenario, if you will, Emmanuel. Right? Who? If there was one team who had the better opportunity to become a dynasty in their division, right? The Buffalo Bills or the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, before you answer, let me remind you, the Kansas City Chiefs on a yearly basis have to deal with Justin Herbert. Herbert They have to deal with Denver and that amazing roster and then probably whatever quarterback they bring with them because I imagine with Vic Vangio gone, they're probably going to hire a good head coach. They're probably going to be able to bring in a talented yeah. quarterback. Probably they left with have to, enemy. Yeah. Exactly. They also have to deal with a very scrappy Raiders team. The Bills have very to deal scrappy, with yeah. Mac Jones, who's, I mean, let's be fair, he's not that good. I mean, he's not bad. He's not that good, though. He's average. He's to, average. He's average. Perfectly put, he's average. They have to deal with the awful Jets. And then they have to deal with the moronic Dolphins who just hired the best chance they had at any type of success in the next five years. Who who has the better opportunity to be, uh, you know, a dynasty in their division? I don't think that's a fair question because it's definitely the Bills. Because part of having a 20-year dynasty is the dysfunction of your division. Because let's be honest, Patriots were able to sustain that because for a long time, all three of the teams was highly dysfunctional. Buffalo, yep. kind of, they hired McDermott, they got it going, and so now they're on a track record because let's look at the quarterbacks in the division. Other than Buffalo, in three or four years, those quarterbacks, it could be all new quarterbacks in the division. Yep. I mean, Zach Wilson isn't that great. Mac Jones may be there, but at, at Mac Jones' peak, he may be average at best. We don't know what Mac Jones' peak is. You mm-hmm. know, and Tua is average at best too, you know, so I think for sure Buffalo has the, the better chance because Let's be Justin Herbert is great. Justin Herbert is he's that boy. Top, top five quarterback in the league. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Derek Carr isn't terrible. He's he's a, he's one of the top 
better quarterbacks in the league. And I mean, Denver is Denver. I mean, since Peyton left, they haven't figured that position out. But you know, dealing with Justin Herbert two times. Look like they're gonna get Aaron Rodgers, probably. If they get Aaron Rodgers, we got a different conversation. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> got a different conversation. But yeah, Buffalo yeah. definitely has the opportunity because the AFC East. It seems like there's always one good team, and the rest of the teams are dysfunctional. And I wouldn't have called Miami dysfunctional if they wouldn't have fired Flores. Yeah, they would have been on their way. Yeah, firing Flores is. I mean. I don't even know what the plan after that is. So, of course, it's the Bills. Bills definitely have the best opportunity to because, you know, how long Belichick you think got left? And when Belichick leaves, that team may be – that may look totally different too. That's a fact. That is 100% a fact. Now, I, I know I keep saying we're going to get to the other games, but there's just so much to happen. Uh, I, I, I do want to get to – we got to talk about the Dolphins firing Brian Flores, okay? I only, I only say that. Because when it happened, I was so shocked that, like, I was mad at the Dolphins. I was like, are y'all so stupid? But then I thought about it, and I was like, wait, that's a good thing because now the Dolphins are going to be successful <laughs> in AFC East. But I was just so <laughs> flustered. I was like, are y'all serious right now? So, Aaron, what did you think of the Dolphins firing Brian Flores today? Uh, I mean, it's twofold, right, because it's like, I think it was crazy, right? I thought he, you know, they were just, they were just like, well, eight and one in the last nine. Yep. I mean, yes. was hurt for the first couple of, you know, some, some of the games too. So he, you know, he, I know he's not the best, but you didn't have your starting quarterback. You know, you had Jacoby Brissett out there. Um, They O-line was looking terrible at the time too. Their defense got, you know, their defense got healthy. Both, you know, the cornerbacks came and they played tough. It was a tough out every week. You know, the only, you know, uh, so it was interesting to see that he, he was gone. Um, But at the same time, at the same time, now it, it's reports about, they saying they want to go get Jim Harbaugh, you know, because Ross, the owner, is from, you know, he, he's an alumni in Michigan. So yeah. the connection with Michigan is a, is a real deal. So, hey, if you want to upgrade – now, I, now, I do believe Jim Harbaugh is an upgrade to Flores, you know, even though I like Flores. I do believe that would be – That's fair. Harbaugh's been to the Super Bowl. That's fair. Now, if you're going to upgrade your guy, if you want to say, I want to go upgrade my guy, or if you want to make a play at, like, I'm going to get Deshaun Watson, I'm going to go get the guy he wants. You know what I mean? If you want to do things like that, I'm not. I'm never gonna be mad at trying to upgrade. But if you're gonna make a lateral move, you're gonna go get some some guy that was, you know, on somebody, you know, stab that was off the corner somewhere. You know what I mean? If you're gonna make a lateral move or making somebody who got to start all over again, who haven't who haven't really proved it in the NFL yet, I think that's a bad move. But if you don't go and get a solidified guy, that's a clear and clear upgrade. I don't know what Stephen Ross is doing. I don't. I don't see how you know you make this move. Well, what did you think of uh, Brian Flores' firing? Man, Stephen Ross lacks self-awareness. <laughs> what, what, what are we talking about here, dude? Listen, he acting like the Dolphins is a desirable place for a Jim. Jim Harbaugh is going to have the pick of the litter for any job he wants. And why would he pick Miami? To come coach Tua? He want to he come coach Tua? That's a great point. That's a Nick great Clark, point. What are, we, mean... what are we doing here? And that roster is not good. They overperformed thanks to Brian Flores. Bro, Jim Harbaugh is not leaving the security of Michigan to come coach Tua Tunga Bailoa. I'm sorry, that's just that sounds ridiculous. What if he? What if he know that yo we we gonna we we gonna trade for Deshaun Watson? What is that? Deshaun Watson. Oh, oh, I I saw. Well, that's a good point as well. But I did see a report that Deshaun Watson only was considering Miami, and we know he has a no-trade clause. He was only considering Miami because Brian Flores was the coach. 
So Harbaugh changes that decision because Harbaugh is Harbaugh. So that's a fact, but they're not getting Harbaugh. <laughs> that's the point. The point I'm making is they're not getting Jim Harbaugh. So if you're not I, and, getting and you Jim know, Harbaugh, I'm not even dissing it. They, I'm not even dissing it, saying that like they couldn't get him, but I just genuinely don't think Harbaugh, like to Emmanuel's point, I don't think he's gonna come and be like, I want to coach two. Probably not talking about Iloa. You know what I mean? Probably so not. I'm sorry, Emmanuel. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I mean, no, I'm just saying, like Stephen Ross, even even in his statement, uh, I, I didn't feel like there were aspects of our football team performing at the what level was your football team performing at? They just won eight out of nine games. What the are we talking about, Stephen Ross? Like, what are we talking about here again? This is a dysfunction in the AFC East that will propel Buffalo to a 20-year run because we got owners tripping, talking about, I want my team to be better when they just won nine games. Went to a ton of guys with Tua, who we all think is average. Let's do this. Let me be. Let me try to be objective here, right? Going into the season, you had to think, oh, we better than the Patriots, right? Bills, Bills might win the division, but we should be better than the Patriots with the rookie guy coming. Right, they rebuilding. They just, you know, they got Cam. We feel like we just went. They won ten games last year. We at least should be the number two seed in the AFC East, and we wasn't. Do we have credence to be like, yo, why are you not better than Patriots with a rookie quarterback in Mac Jones? But we, we saw what the Patriots Tua. did. I feel like that goes out the window. Quarterback is Tua. I, I, I mean, yeah. like, I, I'm not. I hear you. You should be Tua better than Mac Jones. And they beat the Patriots twice. To be fair. It might be a wash. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Tua, is, if he is better than Mac Jones, it isn't like a, a by a big margin. It may be by like a degree he might be better than Mac Jones. But again, because you ended your season off on a good note, you should walk in feeling confident. And you get Jalen Waddle in a draft. You're getting pieces around. But again, your team was trending in a good direction. Now, if you're going to bring in a made man, like you said, I understand. Now, if he got and Stephen Ross knows something that we don't like, Jim Harbaugh is coming. Then I'll eat the crow when he get Jim Harbaugh. But if he fired uh, Flores to hire like like Leslie Frazier or something like that, I just because I'm he can't fire Flores. God, please don't, please don't. I, that's I, I don't want Leslie Frazier in Miami. He doesn't deserve to be with that organization, and I don't want to. I don't want to play Leslie Frazier. All people, I'm saying is they're gonna they're gonna interview guys like Gerard Mayo and Deuce Staley, and they're gonna do all these r- random position guy head coaches, and then hire some offensive mind from some staff we don't know about. And I Brian think, Flores is gonna get the job he wants. I think any any head coach that any head coach that sits down gotta know what's going on with the quarterback situation, right? Because they was this close yeah. from trading for Deshaun Watson, right? They they were. You know, all that talk wasn't just talk. And they they right. want to act like no, nothing happened. No, something was happening. Y'all was this close, right. to it. it didn't fall through. So they gonna re- they gonna revisit that. And any coach that's coming gonna be like, yo, who's the quarterback? Right? Is we going with two or are you gonna try to get Deshaun? Are you gonna try to get Russell Wilson? What like who are you going? Because clearly they want to upgrade, right? I think they want to upgrade. I think Stephen Ross want to upgrade. I think he's ready to win now. And I think, I think, the head coach that takes that job. Want, gonna want to know what's the quarterback situation moving forward. Regardless, I gotta know before I before I sign a sign my name on the line. They could have Herbert. But, That's all I'm saying. They could have Herbert. And and rumor is the owner wanted Tua and Flores wanted Herbert. And if that's the truth, then it's it's like all bad. But um, I and mean, you, you, you kind of got the owner. You can make those mistakes. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a fact. You can't get fired. Exactly. <laughs> 
I, you kind of got to stick with Tua. You spent the fifth pick on him, if number five pick on him. You, you, that's too much equity that you have invested uh, in this man to give up on him, right? I, I, I hear you. When, when, when he, when he, when he wins eight of the, the last nine games, you don't think he earned the third season at the very least? I, I like, I like, I like Tua going to that league. I'm going into, going to it. I, you know, take for two of Miami, take for two. They actually end up getting him. He's been hurt. I like Tua. I think he, you know, um, Justin Herbert is looking like all world, right? He was supposed to come out the year before that. He's going to be the number one pick if people remember that. Him yeah. going back to Oregon his senior years was dropped him in the draft because he was people. It was like we was looking at him too much and we just thought, like, it was, they was looking at all the flaws. He didn't, he wasn't perfect when he came back, so he must not be what we thought he was. And he ended yeah. up being what we thought he was, right? Crazy enough. Um, but I think, you know, I don't think he's as bad as a Sam Darnold or uh, no. uh, Daniel no, Jones or or, or, no. or or those such or even the Mitch Trubisky's of the world. But those, uh, but I'm naming those teams because they're going to move on. You know what I mean? But, you know, <laughs> Chicago moved on. Um, I, I, I mean, the Jets moved on after three years and the Jets moved on. Uh, uh, Daniel Jones, I mean, I, I don't know what the Giants are going to do, but they look like they potentially could move on as well. They need to lot, move so, on. I think with this extra playoff team, which, you know, playoff teams can be seven people to get in. I think, you know, coaches, quarterbacks, GMs will have shorter leases because it's like we should be able to get in. If you feel like you're a competent team, you should be able to get that seven seed. You know what I mean? You should be able to be 10 and not 10 and seven. You know what I mean? And get that, get that up seven seed. I think a lot of, a lot of quarterbacks two and three years is going to be gone. But I don't think it's necessarily going to be Tua, but I won't be shocked if you feel like you need a Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson type. You got to make that move. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. My my, if if you can upgrade to a, you upgrade to her. I I think you know. What's the upgrade though? What's the line of upgrade? Deshaun, um, Deshaun Watson. Obviously, clear Deshaun. upgrade. Yeah, I, I don't think you bench Tua just because he's terrible. Tua is serviceable until you find an upgrade. Now the question okay. is, do you That's think fair. Tua is your franchise quarterback? It depends on who you ask him. Now, if Deshaun is available and he wants to come to Miami, they're going to move on from Tua. If, you know, in some world, Russell Wilson wants to come to Miami, they're going to move on from Tua. You know what I'm saying? So there's a clear line of upgrade. If But if you can't get those guys, I'm not saying go draft a guy this year. No, Tua is cool until you can find a clear upgrade. You know what I'm saying? He, 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 can, he can play. He's just not He's just not Justin Herbert. He's not the guy where you, you like, we got Tua, we locked in for the next 15. I don't believe that about Tua. All right. That's fair. Hey, hey, I, I love this debate, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. This is this, this got my blood pumping. Um, so we talked about the Bills, we talked about the AFC East a little bit. Um, I'm trying to debate if I want to go into the playoff matchups. No, let's talk about Sunday. Let's talk about yesterday. Yesterday was a yes, great sir. day. Yes, yesterday was. was a great was. football day. We're gonna start with some Sunday night football because this is the game of the year, maybe. It's, it's it's top ten games of the of the century so far for sure. Top ten of the century so I like far. Like NFL planned it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they wrote it. They wrote it. They wrote it. It's like they wrote it into the script. It's kind of crazy. It, it they uh, I think I don't usually agree with Chris Collinsworth. I usually really don't like him, but he did say something <laughs> that was really interesting. He was just talking about like he was like. If you scripted this in a foot in a in a movie theater, I would walk out the theater because it's not real. This is yeah. not really that's not how things work. And that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking watching this game. The Chargers versus the Raiders. Okay. 
All right, let me just let me just set the parameters for this game, okay? If the Raiders win, they're in, Chargers are out. The Chargers win, they're in, Raiders are out. If they tie, they're both in. Open. Yep. All right. So <laughs> I mean, well, bro, what happened? What 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 is your thoughts on this game? Okay, let me preface the statement. I was in a fantasy championship yesterday going against Darren Waller and Keenan Allen. So I wanted this to be the low score in this game ever. That, that's what that was what I was going into the game looking for. But this turned out to be like a really, really good football game. Two things surprised me. The uh Oakland, I mean the Oakland, the Las Vegas Raiders front four is crazy. True. They were getting so much pressure on Justin Herbert. And the defense really kept them in check for most of Crosby. the game. Crosby, yeah. Nasty. Yeah. And, um and the other guy was killing. Yeah. yeah. And they was they was balling. I'm like, oh shoot, Las Vegas got a real front four defense. Like they're legit. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. they've been good all year. The second thing that I, I walked away with from Justin Herbert is the truth, man. Justin Herbert is as good as I mean, it, he just he for me he submitted himself as like a top five quarterback in the league. He is right on that doorstep. He's I mean every big play that needs to be made from the um, Chargers perspective he made. Now. Staley, I know he built his reputation on this going for fourth down, but going for fourth down on your own 18-yard line, come on, bro. We we we're not playing mad here. We gotta you you gotta you gotta know when to use that that part of yourself. And he I think he missed that. But again, no way to hold him. No way to hold him. No way to walk away. You gotta walk away. <laughs> the fact that we were in overtime and we were seconds away from a tie was nuts to me it was it was like mind-boggling that everybody going in was like if they tie they both in and we was literally on the Yo, doorstep of that happening with Pitt, what, what was happening in pittsburgh at the time bro Yo, they was they was oh going my nuts. i wish is it live is any live footage of them <laughs> I, I swear i wish i could find it, <laughs> I it bro yes they I mean, said they people thought the tie wasn't gonna happen so much that it started out at 60 to 1 odds and they bet it down all the way to 10 to 1 odds. That's how I many people just like we gonna figure we Why just gonna throw it out because it's what's the chances? And for it to happen and Staley call a timeout, and he call a timeout and all of it go away, and now they're out the playoffs. That you could have not wrote a better script for a football game. It was a great play. Justin Herbert balled out. Derek Carr was good. The defense, it was it was everything that you wanted in, in the last uh, regular season football game. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Buddha or Aaron, my yeah. bad. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> no, you got Yeah. I, I was just going to ask you, what was going through your mind when Staley called the timeout? Bro, it's like he single-handedly <laughs> tried to tear down all anybody that do analytics. Anybody – it's like anybody that's for analytics and they watch that game, it's like, okay, we're not doing that. You know what I mean? It's like, we're not doing that. I'm not going to talk about the timeout, but just, he was just like, yo. It was like, yo, it, it, that's how it felt. You know, right. he was doing it all year. That's how that's how they beat the Chiefs, right? So he won games like this. So it's like, um, I don't know if it's all just kind of, just, you know, everything just even and out, you know, everything just coming back to the medium. Um, But he, that's how he's gonna play. That's how he. That's who he is. He's super, super aggressive, um, and and that's what got them in games, and that's what lost in games. Now I think he's gonna probably try to correct some of that. Maybe next year we'll see. 
No, we'll see. I don't know. Um, the, the Chargers have been the last two years. Everybody thought it was the entity lifting, but they've just been losing, finding ways to lose games. The Chargers have been finding ways to lose games the last three to four years, bro. If you just go back, it's it's kind of sickening how how much it is. We thought Justin Herbert, um, the new coach is gonna figure that out, but they still kind of still kind of in it's still in there. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is. They got to figure it out. Maybe Justin Herbert is going to take that next step. We, we saw him take a step this year. He can find another right. step. Um, Mike Williams is trying to show up. But it's just, it was just interesting seeing how it almost happened. The tie happened. You know, we saw the – I saw the video still. In, you know, they was – they was um, Tomlin was dancing. They was pretty much saying they was in the playoff. They were acting like they was in the playoff. They just got right. whoever – you know what I mean? They, they just assumed, you know what I mean, like everybody else, and it almost happened. But, you know, Staley, I think – I don't know if you have any regrets. You know, I, I really don't want to. I really don't know. I'm not, I think we just we got to see how what type of coach he is. Was he just gonna be like that this season? He's gonna be like this consistently. But we'll see, man. I don't know, man. I, I would, if I was a, a Chargers fan, you know, I would be sick. I'd be sick off. Absolutely. <laughs> you gotta win that game. The Oakland Raiders, after after the whole Gruden thing, they yeah. were out down and out. Henry Ruggs. Found a way to, to, to backdoor in the playoffs. Playoffs? Nah. Playoffs? Crazy. Crazy. All right. So I I see the hype in Justin Herbert. I do. I can't put him at a top five quarterback yet, only because I yet. feel like I feel like Aaron Rodgers or Pat Mahomes or even a Josh Allen. I don't feel like they would have let it get to fourth down every single time. He is clutch as hell. I give it to you like that boy. When there when his back against the wall, he come out swinging. I give it to you. But it was too many times where I was like, yo, the game can end on this play. It wasn't really smooth. Um, you know, the plays in between the fourth downs were really, really bad decision making. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I do see the hype. He squeezed the ball into some tight windows that had me like, wow. Um, the, the touchdown pass right between two dudes right in the bread. It was disgusting. So I do see the hype on Justin Herbert. And um, here's a little bit more of my respect. Uh, I, I see the hype a little bit, um, <clears throat> but let's go ahead and get into uh, the <laughs> the game that made all this possible. Honestly, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Indianapolis Colts. I I mean, to be fair, bro, the Colts bust the Bills. That's why you play the game? The co- That's why you play the game? Absolutely. The the, the the Colts blew out the Bills. I mean, probably the worst blowout we've had in two years, maybe three years. Right? Blew out the Bills. They they got a couple other teams out of here, and then in the final two weeks they they take losses to the Raiders and the Jaguars. Uh, yo, yo uh, uh, Aaron, what, what what did you think about when you was watching this Colts game? Like exactly what we said, we were talking about what we we talked about on Buffalo, right? We understood what this team was, and then it's it's one key player. If he loses, if he falls off the rails, it's over. You know Carson Wentz. You know, yep, and sure it's did. inconsistent play. Um, at Jacksonville, Jacksonville. I mean, I, I you got to put some on on the um, indie defense too, because Jacksonville came out on that first drive and just ran it. Just the best drive of their season. We talk Ever. about week eighteen. <laughs> we talk about week eighteen. Um, we was questioning is even is Trevor Lawrence even worth the number one pick? Like we, we was really questioning his confidence. We was kept questioning anything that happened in Jacksonville, and they came out. And come out and punch Indy in the mouth. A pretty decent defense. It ain't like a, a walkover defense. So I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. Frank Wright. I don't know what's going on over there. I, obviously, he put his 
to put his faith in Carson Wentz. And I think you got to go with him next year too, because I don't know yeah. where you go. Where you go do the upgrade? You know, where do you I mean, go to upgrade? Him. Yeah, where you, yeah, where do you go to upgrade? So I think I mean it's really Carson Wentz or bust for this team. I, if I would say something, I'm Carson Wentz. I ask for another weapon, right? Jonathan Taylor. You got Michael Pittman, T.Y. Hill. T.Y. Hill. Now I think it's is that there yeah, I think you try to go get another piece if you if you Carson wants to you know to open up that offense and not have just one funnel just everything to Michael Pittman you know Molly Cox is all right Ty been okay so I think you want another piece of you Carson wins but what you gonna do with that who knows so Donovan Taylor yeah bro feel sorry for you man can you really before I get to Emmanuel Aaron can you really justify if you're Carson Wentz can you justify looking at your GM, looking at your head coach, and saying, "Hey, man, I need more. I need more talent out on the field <laughs> to, to get things done." Can you? Ju- no, you can't. You can't necessarily. You can't justify it, right, bro? You, you, you gotta. You just gotta play better. You know, you gotta protect the ball. You know, you gotta understand what we're playing for. Understand, you know, what type of beast you got behind you. You got the net, the, the best running back for the next five years, six, seven years behind you. And you know that's not I mean? the only one. They have three running backs who are the truth. It is nuts. Marlon Mack, yep. So, I, but I, I mean, but if I'm saying if you want to have an argument, you can say, man, all I got is Michael Pittman out here, man. T.Y. Yeah. missed every other game. He hurt. Um, Carson Wentz numbers are not terrible neither. It's not like he's like yeah, he, he has of good. a season. Yeah. He threw for 3,000 yards. He had 20-something touchdowns, seven picks. Like he, His numbers wasn't like bottom of the very I and mean, he had a decent season the Colts had two issues yesterday they had two issues yesterday one their offensive line got punked by the Jacksonville Jaguars defensive line Josh Allen and them they were punishing them and and because Josh of that Allen didn't have a second since our since we played them and he just come out looking like a game buster. I was watching the game and because of that Frank Reich and it's weird because he's done this a couple times a season. He just abandoned the run. Yeah, Those first that. couple of drives, the defensive line was punishing the coach off the line. He just abandoned the run, which was weird. It was weird because that's your bread and butter. You got to run the ball regardless of how it – I mean, you wear teams down over the game, and Frank Reich weirdly stopped running the ball. Second, the issue was the coach defense just didn't show up. Jacksonville lost to the Patriots 50-10 to last week. It was over. It, like literally, we we thought they was about to come in here and get blown out. Trevor Lawrence literally went from us questioning whether he was, should be the first pick, pick or not to like looking like the first pick in the draft. Like he looked like he knew what he was doing in the Colts defense. Like it's like they couldn't do nothing with Marvin Jones. Who come on, Marvin Jones and Chenault? Like who are we? What are we talking about here? These are like no name. What are we doing? And they were looking well, like Marvin Jones. Is, <laughs> Marvin Jones is a beast. I ain't gonna lie, you, bro. Beast in Detroit. What, what are you doing in Jacksonville? That's I mean, that's fair. That's true. What yeah. Got, what are we doing? Yeah, Trevor looked terrible all year, bro. Trevor looked terrible. Yeah. Come on, yeah, and, and the Col- it's exactly. like the Colts got punched in their face, and they did not realize they were playing football to the fourth quarter. And even when they get to the fourth quarter, they get a fourth and one on the goal line. And get stopped, and it's like, what? Is, come on, this is this is weird. And then Carson Wentz throws his best pass of the game to Paris Campbell, and Paris Campbell drops it because it's Paris Campbell. So I mean, like, this is just like it's bad. The Colts. I'll be honest with you. This is a fireball offense if I'm the owner. 
We cannot go into week 17 with a winner in and lose to the worst team in the NFL. Come on. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, so are you telling me right now that you think Frank Reich deserves to be fired? Somebody got to go. All I'm saying is somebody got to go for this loss. And because Frank Reich bet his house, because not only did we lose and not even the playoffs, we also surrendered our first pick, of the, our first round pick because of trading for Carson Wentz. Something got to give here. This is, we, it's the Jaguars. Today, 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 I'm not trying to come to defense, but Indy haven't won in Jacksonville in like five, five, five games. They yeah. own five in Jacksonville. Frank Reich haven't won in Jacksonville almost his whole damn coaching career in in Indy. So what it's something psychological there. I don't know what it is. It's something when they go to Indy, they can't overcome with. I don't know the hot weather gets to them. They, maybe they outside the dome. I don't know what it is. Um, but you got to Frank Reich got to figure that out. Daryl Bevel is the head coach of the Jaguars. Like the Jaguars, they don't care. They didn't care about the season no more. This is this is it's fireable. And you're not gonna get rid of Wentz because you're paying them all this money. Some guy, some happen. I don't know. Maybe run it back. Make him catch make 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 the bus back to Indianapolis. Somebody gotta get a punishment for this. This is ridiculous. I think I yeah. think they run it back. I think they run it back and I think they add a weapon, me personally. Fair. Draft pick or free agent. I think you go free agent, right? I think I, I, a lot of the, I mean, two of the high, high, high end free agent wide receivers got hurt, got ACLs. Both of them, Guy was going to be a, a free agent, a Gallup was going to be a free agent. They both turned ACL. So you got, you know, you got, you're looking at people like Allen Robinson, how much you feel you still love, you still see, you think he, a new scenery going to make him look better. Um, you're looking at people like that, you know. So I don't know. I think, you know, I think always, I always try to go proven talent first if you can get him at a good price over the, over the draft for sure. Now, uh, I, I hear you, but the last two seasons we have had two receivers who have been <clears throat> off the charts good in Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Um, so I don't know, man, if, if the best receiver looks good enough, he might come in and be one of the best receivers in the league. So Yeah, yeah, you're uh, right. And, and, and Alabama got another one. Um, they got Jonah Williams. Yeah, they got, and they got Me- and Michi. Michi. Yeah, but now. They're good. And he, Jonah, he like the Williams kid. He run like four three. It's something crazy. He a burner. Yeah. And I don't think it, even this year Waddle came out right. Waddle, was Waddle, like Waddle broke the so, record for most receptions for a rookie. So yes, if you can get that guy, but they, like you said, I think those guys went in the first round, and I don't think they got a first round pick. Um, and I don't think it still being that Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, I think I still are cut above. Right, Jamar Chase definitely. I think Jefferson fell a little bit, but he dumped. Them two, I think, were cut above. They, they proved in the college. Now, can a rookie help you? Yes, Pittman did good, but I, you know, if a wide receiver fall, yeah, but I think you try to attack it from the There have been some uh, pretty good wide receivers to, to definitely come out of college and um, make some impact. You know, Brandon Ayuk, uh, Devontae Smith, J- Jalen Waddle. There, there's been a couple. So, um, but all obviously, round, I'm all first rounders, guys. I'm all first rounders. Oh, yeah, that's facts. That's facts. You did say the coast don't have a first round pick, so fair point. Nope. All right, um, <laughs> let's get into another game that went into overtime. It was a pretty good game. I mean, it was a pretty good defensive game, <laughs> at least. Um, Ben Roethlisberger playing what could have been potentially his last NFL football game, should have been. Um, 
now, <laughs> right, exactly. Now, with the result of the Chargers Raiders going the way it did and not ending in the tie that it probably was going to naturally, if Brandon Staley doesn't think he's the smartest person in the stadium, um, Steelers Ravens, uh. 13 16 13 the Steelers ended up beating the, the Baltimore Ravens now the Ravens don't have Lamar they don't have a ton of people it's straight up Tyler Huntley you know it, they have a ton of injuries they went all in finish the season <laughs> yeah exactly it, it, it was it was a bad little slide for, for uh, Baltimore I will feel sick as a, as a Ravens fan if I'm being honest um my manual what does this loss mean for the AFC North goal well first of all what does this result mean for the AFC North going forward? You know, if you ever watch a game and you ask yourself midway, why are we, why am I watching this? That's the feeling <laughs> I got watching this game. I mean, it was just Ben Roethlisberger is cooked. Um, yeah. He's just he's not yeah. good anymore. He's not good anymore. Um, T.J. Watt is a man child. That dude is a problem. Like he's a problem. Um, but. The AFC North move forward is the Bengals' division to lose. I just think, you know, Joe Burrow took a step this year. Lamar's great. I think Lamar's great, but I've gotta, I've gotta see what this team looks like back together next year. The Bengals just clearly like the best team in the division because Baker Mayfield's absolutely terrible, in my opinion. I don't think he's good. They have talent though. Browns have talent, so if they solve the quarterback position, I think we have a different conversation. Ben Roethlisberger is gone. Who we think be the quarterback there, Dwayne Hoskins, maybe. I don't know who's the quarterback. But, you know, I just think Bengals should feel comfortable saying we only really have to compete with the Ravens. And if you if you a Bengals fan and you've seen the step Joe Burrow took this year, I, you should feel good going. You got Jamar Chase, you got Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd. Uh, All under 25. Yeah. And 25 your, or your, younger, yeah. Your defense is solid. You should feel comfortable going into the – See the next year saying we the best team in AFC North, even though Lamar is Lamar. Lamar is great and he, he's gonna continue to be good, but the Bengals should feel comfortable going into and going to the season next year in the AFC North. Very well said. Um, Aaron, before you get into your take about the AFC North, I want you to rank the AFC North teams for me and then you know get into your your, your thoughts. Oh, on wow, it. this is so interesting because um I'm gonna say this. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna still go going into next year, I'm gonna still have Ravens one. Right, because I think they lost everybody possible. Yeah. Right? Marcus <laughs> Peters, Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey, all their running backs. Like they all were. It was just like one after. It was just a lot of things happening to these guys. The best player, Mark Andrews, is still there. So shout out to him. Um, I think if they get back healthy, Lamar Jack, Lamar Jackson was playing. You know, at sometimes MVP type level. Yeah. Um, and and I think they have better defense. Uh, uh, than uh. And I think they off the line is better than Cincinnati off the line. I think Cincinnati off the line. Terrible. Sometimes they play well, but they inconsistent. Um, they inconsistent. So I think going into next year, um, I think overall, top to bottom, Ravens have the better roster still. Um, I think they definitely still gonna have the better roster, even though you know Joe Burrow. That offense is gonna be elite another year of Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is like he's gonna be like. Odell would have like who gonna stay Odell probably you know what I mean he's, he's gonna be that you gotta he got a, gonna... he got a better Eli Manning <laughs> so yeah, yeah absolutely yeah he's gonna be he's that talented and he's gonna stay it's like nothing he's that fast quick shifty like like maybe a little a little step faster than that faster now faster Stephen Steele so like he's gonna be great you know what I mean and T Higgins is a dog so um I yep. think they're gonna be good but I, I'm gonna take Lamar 
I'm gonna take Harbaugh over Zach uh, Zach Taylor, right? Because you know he, I gotta you know I gotta see that. You know I gotta see his consistency as a play caller, as a head coach, right? I'm gonna take Harbaugh over him. So I'm gonna go Ravens one, Bengals two. Um, depending on what the Steelers do at quarterback, because I think if they get a decent enough quarterback, they could be right in there. And Cleveland, you know, they I think everybody gave hope on um, uh, on um, on Baker. So uh, I don't think uh, even though. Even though they got they're talented, they're super talented. I actually had them winning the division this year. But Baker regressed. That's exactly what I was about to say. And they're going to um and I and I think I think they just I think Stefanski, you know, filled it. Like man, I need a quarterback. Okay, so 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 I don't mean to cut you off, but just just so we clear, I I want everybody in the comments to realize what he's saying right now. So he's saying he got the the Ravens one, Bengals two. Steelers three, depending on what they do at quarterback, and then the Browns four. Now I think and that's crazy. The season, defense is crazy. Like ugh, that's all Baker. Before that's the season, Baker. you you would have looked at that in in the bank. The the Browns for sure wouldn't have been in the basement of a rankings. Well, but I think well, it's fair because I have the I have the Bengals over the Ravens. But outside of that, it's the same for me, right? So what? the hell happening because even in even so you look at the cleveland browns that defense is great great look at the pittsburgh steelers that defense is amazing but they actually carried their team into the playoffs so what was the problem with the browns like because it it couldn't have been just baker like what what else was going wrong nah nah, yeah it it could it it could be just baker (laughs) like Because the, the, I don't like Baker. I don't like Baker. He got out the oven too fast. He took it out the oven too fast. Yeah, Baker, he, too many commercials. He spent too many time yeah. making commercials. Should have been working on his craft. Because yeah. the, it, it, you put a little bit on Stefanski because the issue is Cleveland should be like the Colts. We are handing the ball off 50 times a game. Baker, you are throwing the ball 10. You're not going to be losing games for us, Baker. We got Chubb. We got Hunt. They are dogs. Our offensive line Yearning. is great. We are about to pound the ball over and over again until they stop us. And that didn't happen. And then when they asked Baker to make plays, he couldn't. Now, <laughs> I, I've yeah. seen Cleveland fans argue that Jarvis Landry isn't who he was anymore and Donald's Peoples Jones isn't as good and Odell wasn't as good. So they argued that the weapons – but that's all hogwash. Baker clearly regressed. He doesn't look like the number one quarter. We walked into the season thinking, I'm be honest, I thought Steelers was going to be four, Bengals three, Browns two, Ravens one. So we came into the season thinking Baker was going to take a step because Stefanski is a good offense of mine, but Baker regressed. He can't make the plays needed. He was banged up all season. He's not getting paid. And so you put, I would put 80% on Baker, 20 on Stefanski for not realizing just get a ball to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and you can win more games. Absolutely fair. <laughs> I, I I would say uh, I, I I put a little bit on the injuries, right? Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt was both gone at one point, and DeArnest came up. He showed up. Um, Odell, you know that whole Odell saga, you know through you know even Baker was hurt. Baker was hurt too, so you know you you know he he played through a whole lot of injuries and such and stuff like that. But I, I thought going into the season, I thought Stefanski was going to be one of the better play callers, right? We saw that we saw the game against the Chiefs, which they should have won in the, in the playoffs last year. So. I, so I thought coming back in this season, having Miles Garrett, um, bringing in Jadavian Clowney, right, having the high end, uh, 
uh, draft picks at, at the corner, Greedy Williams, uh, Greedy, Greedy Williams, and uh, yep, great yeah. Dale Pitt, Williams, yeah, Dale Pitt. You know, having these guys have this high end talent, first rounds everywhere you see is first round picks. You know, coming back with Odell Landry, having the tight ends with Hooper, they have they got yo, Joku, embarrassment yeah. of riches, embarrassment <laughs> of riches. Um, I thought Stavansky was gonna have, you know, he's gonna come and have that offense rolling how he had. You know, Minnesota rolling with Dalvin, you know, it, it, I'm yeah. feeling and digs, right? And having, you know, he he even had, uh, what's the guy, what's the backup quarterback that's playing now for the Browns? Keenum. Keenum. Yeah, Keenum. They made it to the NFC Championship game with Keenum, you know what I mean? So, yep. I thought Baker at the bare, bare minimum was going to be competing for the division and at bare minimum going to get the sixth or seventh seat in the playoffs. But he regressed, right? And now he was the number one pick, and they questioning that. You know, day by day now they're not. You know, they give him the fifth year option, but I don't see. I don't see how they sign him in the extension and let you it's know. Over. I don't know what you do either. You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, what do you do? Do you go and get a veteran? Like do you go get like a Matt Ryan? What do you do? That's a good question. It's it's kind of the same situation they got out down there in Miami. It's kind of like you put all this capital into this player and they are not good, or at least not as good as you hope they would be. You know, so it's kind of like, well, what do you do now? You can't, you can't like rebuild. Like you know, what I'm saying you can't just be like, well, no, they went down. Up they and went start down. over. Yeah. Exactly. You you gotta you gotta you gotta say, all right, well, we either gotta figure out a way to mask his inefficiency. Or we gotta actually come up with a game plan that isn't quarterback centric, and and hope that you know that'll work in order to to win us football games and to to make the playoffs. But as of right now, it's not it's not working. It's so funny how all these super talented wide receivers get with Baker, and all of a sudden they're falling <laughs> off. It's like, no, I mean, Odell was fine before he got to Cleveland. He's fine when he's out of Cleveland, but he's just he was just bad in Cleveland. I don't. That doesn't make sense to me. It's not like yeah. the, the issue yeah, is Cleveland, Cleveland fans try to convince themselves of things because they, they they want Baker to be somebody he's not. Um, he's been a best quarterback in like 20 years. That's the bad problem. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> that is the problem. And the issue is if you Cleveland, you 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 just say you oh Baker was hurt. You know, when Baker come back next year fully healthy, we're gonna have a different outcome, which you won't, but you know, you, you can convince believe, yourself you know? that you gotta convince yourself that Baker is the number one pick. That he's gonna come back and show you that. But if you Stefanski, you gotta look yourself in the mirror and just say, Chubb and Hunt are my offense. Baker is I have to minimize Baker and Chubb and Hunt, they gotta be my offense. And that's the only way you're gonna win games. Because Baker has regressed. And unless Baker come back and is amazing, I don't see how he gets paid. He don't even gotta be amazing, he gotta be Kirk Cousins. You know, he gotta be an average quarterback, he gotta be Jimmy G. Can you be Jimmy G. Baker? Can you ride? Can you go? Can you, can you steer this ship for me? Right? This this what we want you to be. And don't make mistakes. Because going into that draft, when they drafted him, bro, we, come on, man. We knew he was just a guy, bro. What did he bring that was so phenomenal? That number one pick, you gotta have, you, I feel like for me, that number one pick got to have something that just the other ones don't. And we knew Jet Baker didn't have that. Baker was Nothing. just accurate. The best thing you can say was like he the most accurate quarterback you might have ever seen. Okay, you know what I mean. Okay, but what that's gonna get you when he, when he can't win games when he can't do things outside of himself? I mean, you just gonna lose those. He's a guy. Yeah, he 
Yeah, I think that's a good way to to uh, describe Baker. He's a jag. He's just a guy, you know. So yeah, so uh, yeah, I I don't know. I haven't had confidence in him since his second season. Um, same with Tua. I I watched him play the Bills one time, and I was like, oh, oh, that was a mistake. (laughs) They drafted a mistake. So I do it from the jump. But um, we we got we got through a very very interesting um day in football. Very entertaining. Like I said, probably one of if not the most entertaining day of football i've ever seen in terms of just like the entirety of it you know from start to finish um so very very happy with that slate yesterday but now we know what the playoff picture looks like because this is a buffalo bill centric show we're only going to talk about the afc okay i don't i'm not gonna lie you guys I don't care too much about the NFC until the Super Bowl. <laughs> to be fair, it's like fair. okay, Aaron Rodgers, the the Rams. Like I I know what's going on. I just I don't have any interest in talking about it. You know, so uh, it doesn't affect us in any way, shape, or form. Like I said, until the Super Bowl. So um, we're gonna go ahead and get into the first matchup that we know of next Saturday, prime time, eight fifteen p.m. The Buffalo Bills will host the New England Patriots in the wild card round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel, Bill Belichick is coming to Buffalo again. Last time he came to Buffalo, he got the dub. What do you yeah. think is having this time? Yeah, I, th- I think I think Bills win this game um, by at least 10 points. Um, I, I think I watched the Patriots last week. I think, you know, that game in Buffalo was an anomaly. Like that, the the circumstances around it, the uh, the weather, all that stuff was just. Josh didn't have that good a game. It, it was stuff that I just don't think can be repeated. Um, Mac Jones is he's just not good enough right now to win to win a game. And I think the Bills is going to stop the run. So once you stop the Patriots running attack, I think they just become a regular team. And I don't, I don't think Mac Jones is good enough. I think the Bills should win this game. You know, I think Bills can score. I think the Bills can score against the Patriots defense. And I don't have confidence that the Patriots offense can put up points. Um, so unless Josh come out and have uncharacteristic turnovers or like the punter come out wilding like he did yesterday and get a Patriots short fields where they can kick oh field goals, I, I don't foresee the, the Patriots being able to move the ball effectively against this defense. So I, I think the Bills should win. I think the Bills should win comfortably. I think I think they should. I don't think it's going to be close, you know, throughout the game. I think the Bills might get out to like a fourteen to three lead and just not look back, um, because uh, Matt Jones just ain't there yet. You know, I, I my 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 confidence in Matt Jones after watching him against the Dolphins was it just it, it all went away. It was just like yeah, this he he a rookie, he not there yet. Um, but you know, it's Belichick, so you always give Belichick a puncher's chance because it's Belichick. Um, but, you know, I think Bill should win this game, you know, 21-10, you know, 17-3, somewhere in there, you know, because I, I just don't see the Patriots offense moving the ball. Aaron, what do the Bills need to do to, to beat Bill Belichick in the playoffs next week? Yeah, I think it's a very similar game script that we played him in Foxborough, right? We got up, we got out, we got out early. Um, even Josh, but we we threw the whole kitchen sink at him. Josh ran a ball, I think, 12, 13 times that game too. Like in like seven or eight of them was like design runs too. So and he, and he threw the, so it was it was Josh play like MVP caliber Josh. Right. I think Josh needs to get the ball. I think I, I, I want early and often Stefan Diggs, him and JC JC Jackson. I know he probably gonna shadow him, but they're gonna play a lot of yeah. a, a lot of a lot of man to man. They they wanna play you man to man. They wanna be able 
to blitz if they need to blitz. They want to be able to stop the run. They need to, so they're gonna play you man to man. They not I don't they don't play a lot of that cover two that been giving us problems. Um, a lot of so I think uh, Stefan Diggs got to win his one on ones. Gabe Davis, um, I think has got to win his one on ones. So I think the Bills got to get out early and often, get out to a one or two score touchdown lead, and force Mac Jones to throw the ball 30, 35 times a game. Right, I think he threw the ball uh, against us last time like thirty two or thirty three times. I think we picked him off twice. So that's the same script, right? I, you know, I know they're gonna want to run a ball. Damian Harris, Rashad, I mean, Ramondre Stevenson, Bolden, those guys. I know they're gonna want to run a ball. Um, but I, I, I want our defense to be a bend don't break. You know, they can get all the rushing yards they want. You know, I think, you know, uh, they gonna have to pass the ball to win to beat us. And I don't think yeah. I think our back end is the best back end in football. Um, I think Poyer's all pro, and I think we're gonna win this game. I think I, I, if I, I want to say something about the Patriots, I think the Patriots. I think Josh McDaniels. I think he's he's the one you got to be. His play calling is going. He know he gonna have to generate a score. He knows. So I'm thinking trick play, flea flicker. Uh, I think he gonna know he gonna he gonna. Yeah. I, honestly, I think Josh McDaniels is going to call up a game. I, I, he's a, a play caller that I know Mac Jones is limited, but I'm I, I I still respect him as a play caller. Even though Mac Jones the guy, don't don't be, don't be surprised if Kendrick Bourne try to throw a touchdown pass or something like that. <laughs> I think those, that is coming out for sure. Okay, trick play, two, one or two or three trick plays for sure. Yeah. I mean, when you re- realize that you have to score points and you know you don't have the quarterback to necessarily go out there and score points at will, you got to manufacture points. Um, you know, and, and not only that, you want to keep the defense off balance. You know, those trick plays can can definitely do that. I think they called the trick play last week, sometime recent. I, I remember seeing Kendrick Bourne throw a football. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised. And then on top of all of that, this is the playoffs, so you don't have to worry about you know an opponent next week seeing your tape or your film or whatever the case may be, because there may not be a next week. So you gotta give out everything you got right now. And then you know, hope that you know you 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 have what it takes to to go ahead and move on. Um, with that being said, going forward into this game, Aaron, the Bills actually have somewhat of a resemblance of a run game. Actually, it's crazy. The Bills are top ten in rushing. So like, that's a Josh. Um, that's a Josh Allen stat. It is sure. a Josh Allen stat. <laughs> Devin Singletary is our leading rusher, to be fair, but that is a Josh Allen stat. You are absolutely right. <laughs> But they have some resemblance to rushing. So although people say the Bills can't run, you need to run in the playoffs. The Bills can't do this. They can't do that. They're one of the best teams in the league at it statistically. So does that give you more confidence going into the playoffs, knowing that, hey, we can actually run the ball now? Oh, my God. Definitely, right? Because <laughs> it's just you just – you because, you know, go, if you just think about Josh Allen in the playoffs, last year he had a good a playoff. But, just you know, he getting better. But you still don't want to put everything on them if you don't have to, right? You do want, especially when you got playmakers, right? Diggs, Gabe, all these guys. But Singletary, when he get 10, 15, when he get fifteen carries, he usually does good with those carries. Fifteen touches, twenty touches in a game, he's effective. Five yards a touch, six, seven yards a touch. He probably gonna get in the end zone. It takes pressure off of Josh Allen and makes the defense have to commit to the running game and just makes them think. It it gives the offense physicality like we're gonna come in and try to punch you in the mouth we don't always got to be finesse we just want to have a physical structure especially in 14 degree weather 
You know what happened in Fort Jugos. We've been playing a buff. We've been playing a buff. We play football buff. You know what they say. Nobody want to tackle in 14 degree weather. Nope. Nobody want to get nah, hit. Cold. You don't want to do. You just want to be like, I right, throw the ball incomplete. That you know what I mean? Like, what you gonna have to tackle in this degree weather? I think that's what they got to come out. Motor. Even in Zach Mark. Even Josh. Josh. Nobody want to tackle Josh. Nobody want to tackle Josh Allen. Like nobody want to tackle him. He 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 finished. He finishes run. So I think. Getting the, I think just I think the running game is going to be crucial in this game because the weather permitted. Um, and and I think once we get this lead, we're going to have to milk this lead and run in the game, running the clock. So I think definitely it's, it's, a, it's a huge factor that fact that we got it going. I know, uh, Emmanuel, earlier you mentioned how the AFC is so wide open, so the Bills should be happy because there's not that dominant team that there was, you know, at, like last year or in the year before that, the Chiefs were like super unstoppable. The Ravens at one point were crazy unstoppable, right? So because there's not that dominant team in the AFC this year, what do you say is the likelihood of Buffalo actually coming out of the AFC? I think, <laughs> honestly, I think it's, it's going to come down to them, Titans and Chiefs. I mean, I think those are the clear three best teams. I'm going into the playoffs. Um, I think Buffalo has a, a better than 50% chance to come out the AFC um, because if they get to the uh, championship game and they play in the Chiefs, um, they could beat the Chiefs because they done it this year. So they got the confidence mm-hmm. to beat them. Um, and if Titans come and if they meet the Titans, if Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry, we got an interesting game on our hands. But if Derrick Henry is 75%, I think Buffalo should feel comfortable uh, because they should have beat the Titans this year. So, you know, I think Buffalo should have confidence against anybody um, because the two teams in which they probably will have to end up facing, they played tough this year. You know, they both they beat they beat the Chiefs and they played the Titans tough. So Buffalo, they got a better than 50% chance to come out the AFC. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to live in a city where Buffalo makes a Super Bowl because the last time it happened, I, I was just being born. So... I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. It's gonna be. You didn't have to, to put Buffalo. that in. You didn't have to say that. Like I gotta that. throw a jab. You know, I just <laughs> a little jab, some, some. You know what I'm saying? But y'all got a good shot. Y'all got a good shot. No doubt about it. All right. I, I, I... Like it, I like the confidence. And honestly, for somebody who talks as much trash about the Bills as Emmanuel does, he says some very nice things on his program. So I'm pleasantly <laughs> surprised. But and he's very objective. He's objective. Right, he's objective and logical, which is why I like talking to him. So he's objective hater. He's an objective hater. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, right. Yeah, that's a, that's a good description of it. You know, so uh, so because he he is able to say so many good things about the Bills, I think it's it's fair to say the Bills are in a good spot right now. But this has been an amazing show. Um, I had a blast like this is so much fun uh thank you everybody in the comments for joining us um i really appreciate both of you guys for for joining me tonight this was amazing um real quick one more time aaron let everybody know uh you know where they can reach out to you and also know you know what your, your uh your platforms where, where they can uh, find you on oh yeah for sure man um every, every after every game you know we, we go on overdue bills you can hit me up overdue bills everywhere facebook twitter instagram um we got overdue bills pop OverdueBillsPod.com. We got a website too. If you want merch, we got merch. Um, so yeah, hit me up there. All those, all, all social media platforms. Yeah, those sweaters are fire. He he got a couple of them, and that did that design is definitely all flavors, fire. all flavors. You yeah. I actually <laughs> bought one. That's how you know that he's Yeah, it's fire. fire. I actually bought one. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. And maybe we'll let everybody know where they can follow you, bro. 
Yeah, man. My, you know, I, I'm around. I'm always around. Um, I'm, you can catch me on Thursdays. I do a, a podcast on um, parent advocacy, parent empowerment called We the Parent. Uh, but yeah, I'm around, man. I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm going to be around always. Catch, I'm going to be on the Waffle stuff. I'm going to be doing stuff with Justice. So yeah, I'm going to be around, man. I really enjoyed this, Justice. Thank you for giving us the opportunity on your platform. And again, that intro was dope. So yeah, this is this was dope, man. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed all the comments. I enjoyed, you know, talking sports. And yeah, I'm looking forward to doing this again sometime. Absolutely, absolutely, man. I'm I'm kind of disappointed in myself. I waited this long to, to have y'all on, but I really do appreciate y'all for coming on. All in good time, all of the time. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Me and I may are working on something. Um, and I'll I'll definitely go ahead and make the intro video for that. <laughs> but um also, hopefully, me and Aaron will also hopefully have a gig, maybe, possibly. So we'll see what happens with that. But again, I want to thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. Um, thank, thank you for everybody in the comment section, every like, retweet, subscription. We appreciate all of it. it uh, you guys are the reason we do this. So thank you for your support. Um, this has been Built in Buffalo, Victory Monday. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Go Bills. Yeah.